today is a special episode because I'm joined by fellow Scorpio Moon women. Now, this doesn't happen every day. We have four strong, fierce Scorpio Moon women in the house. I don't know where you'll see this, but you're seeing it here on Reastrology. And I'm so honored and excited to hear from these incredible women and hear their insight and their wisdom. So should we just introduce everyone? Should we start off with Charlene? Should we start off with you? Yeah, I'm Charlene. I had my first astrological reading and learned that I had a Scorpio moon in my mid-20s. And using astrology um, has really helped me to transform tremendously and grow. Wonderful. How about you, Mary? Uh, gosh, I learned that I was a Scorpio moon, gosh, what, 10 years ago now? And it's just been quite a process, just like, you know, just discovering who I am and my astrology chart and all that stuff. It's been, it's been a wild experience. And stuff? Um, when I was about 16, I got an astrology session and they told me and the pieces just started to fit and everything made sense and um, learning to ride the wave of a Scorpio moon, um, you know, managing it and loving it and um, and then connecting with other awesome Scorpio moons too. <laughs> I love it. Yes. And do you guys have any other placements that you feel like in your chart that really complement your Scorpio moon, like that are really dominant too? I do. I have, um, my Scorpio moon is in the fourth house, which is naturally ruled by cancer and it's conjunct, um, it's conjunct Neptune. So that gives me all three water signs uh, connected and Mars is in there too. It's pretty intense. And I also have my North node in the eighth house. So um, lots of scorpionic energy and water mm -hmm. and fire too. I have a lot of fire too. And I bet that makes you so fierce. That really just amplifies <laughs> that Scorpio moon. How about you, Mary? Well, my moon is in my third house. So I'm a talker. I like to communicate. So I always have a lot of, you know, the Scorpio moon feelings. I'm able to really um, either write or speak it. Um, I know it really helps me dive in deep, um, psychological, I think. Also with the Virgo rising and Virgo sun and Vesta in my first house in Virgo as well. I'm very like analytical. Uh, and then my Mars in my 11th house. I'm very aggressive. I have Mars square Pluto too. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm a warrior <laughs> straight up <laughs> wonderful so, yeah how about you Star? um for me I have my son in the first house um Leo rising and uh I have a Mars conjunct Pluto too I didn't know that about you Mary um yeah but yeah it's uh there's a very dominant side and then also with the Scorpio moon, uh, I have to learn to bring it on and reflect. You know, you don't always want to be dominating. You need to have uh, let other people have the spotlight too. And, you know, so it's a give and a take thing, but 
it's definitely intense energy and awesome when we harness it, right? <laughs> We're going to go get it. Absolutely. For me, it's my Aquarius stellium. So I'm just very fixated. So that moon gives me that emotional empowerment. And then having that Aquarius stellium, it just gives me so much independence and makes me such a free thinker. So yeah, it's been amazing just hearing all your different placements. Amazing. So I would love to start off with what phase are you currently in? Like what phase is your Scorpio moon currently in? You know, we always go through that death and rebirth cycle. So where are you guys currently at with your moon? Like what's been coming up for you recently? I would love to know. Charlene, should we start with you? I'll start. So um, I'm currently celebrating six and a half years in recovery from drug addiction. And so I get a lot of personal growth because um, I belong to a 12-step program. And um, when I'm learning, I've done a lot of trauma healing in um, therapy, EMDR and stuff like that. Um, my educational background is also um, supporting trauma survivors in multiple different ways. And um, right now I'm learning all about um, attachment styles based on trauma growing up and I'm taking courses on how to heal that, which is like, oh, cool. I'm finally getting some more answers. And I find all of that personal empowerment is my new addiction because I get so much out of it. So. Wonderful. Mary, how about you? Oh, gosh. I feel like I've risen from the ashes and have become the strongest version of myself. I've gone through hell and back and like literally have like scurried myself, <laughs> you know, out of, you know, just some crazy situations. So I feel like I've really, I've really hit that level of, um, you know, self-improvement, realizations, you know, that type of stuff. And now I'm able to help. Amazing. How about you, Stow? I'm <clears throat> more in a an internal phase right now. Um, I was very outgoing uh, with the energy, but um, I don't know. Now I just want to kind of go internal and and um, be with my own energy and love the peacefulness and. Um, I've done the trauma work. I've, uh, you know, we're always still doing it. Things come up and we get triggered and we, you know, go, oh my gosh, that piece is still unhealed or it's still there and needs to be held and nurtured and healed and such like that. And, <clears throat> but um, yeah, and I did get sick from overdoing it. So I'm definitely in the regeneration, you know, regenerating and, um, relaxing tranquility phase right now and the moon's in scorpio right right now it yes. was like an hour and a half ago oh. <laughs> um, so i was actually i was like wondering actually when is it going to move and then i checked and i was like oh i wish we were doing it right when it was in scorpio <laughs> but it just moved i think it's at zero degrees right now of sagittarius so yeah it's and it's been in scorpio for the past two and a half days so how have you guys been feeling with that with the moon, has it been intense? Like, how do you usually feel when the moon is transiting your natal moon? Deep. Um, uh, I feel like a badass. Like this energy, <laughs> just like, 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's um, you know, it's inexplicable sometimes in words. You just feel it, um, this strength, this centeredness, um, this connection. I would say connection is a huge word to um, everything, everyone, the collective. Your um, My empathy is off the charts. I have to bring the energy in and say, you know, I'm safe. Everything's good because you're feeling uh, a lot of big things, you know, like um, anxiety, the collective anxiety, fear, um, you know, the life can be kind of scary sometimes, especially in the time that we're living in right now. And so it's um, bring it in, reel it in, or it's gonna be too much uh, overwhelming a lot of things going on yeah how about you mary oh gosh with the retrograde like mercury and everything it just seems a lot of um reliving certain moments kind of going over and just realizing like what happened the lesson in it um listening to music deep diving and just really i don't know feeling my way through it i guess you could say but feeling like a badass too at the same time. Like, but yeah, it's, it's definitely um, magical and fiery and thought provoking and just all that. Absolutely. How about you, Shalene? So um, the Scorpio moons, when they roll around, always affect me differently. Sometimes I'm like really thriving. Sometimes I can be, uh, go in and need to, um, face the dark. This time around, I was born during Mercury retrograde. So while I'm not immune to the trickery of Mercury retrograde, it usually works out in my favor. And so I'm having a good, the last few days were really good, although I didn't sleep well. I also um, am participating in some certain spiritual groups that um, they give out a lot of distance energy healing. So I've also been receiving like three different healings in the last three nights. So I think that's also helped me to move through. And um, so I also feel like I'm thriving and I'm learning so much and I just feel so empowered today. It's awesome. Wonderful. Yeah, when the moon is usually in Scorpio for me, like the sensitivity is high, the emotions are amplified, but I always feel at home when the moon is in Scorpio. Like I feel this darkness, but there's something beautiful about it. Like it, it just feels so nurturing. Like I feel like I'm the most alive, like in my element. So yeah. I always enjoy when the moon is in Scorpio. Um, and also the dr dreams for me usually are very... Uh, it's just like, I'm always getting like psychic visions when I'm like, even throughout the day, but in the nighttime, it's just like, it's kind of haunting because I wake up the yeah. next day and everything I went through, it will just be like, it will become a reality. So sometimes the moon just, it, my moon, it kind of haunts me at times too. So mm -hmm. yeah, but I, I love it. I love it when the moon is in Scorpio. Um, I also want to touch up on the intuition. Now as women, we are naturally intuitives but when you have the moon in Scorpio your intuition is just on another level unmatched because it's just at a high this is what we do with intuitive we feel energy so how, how do you feel as Scorpio moon women with your intuition I'll go ahead and start 
So having Neptune conjunct my moon, I think there was a lot of um, illusion for me. And I didn't, I was told by certain intuitive readers that I had intuition, but I didn't believe it. But I think after some time of healing and really getting in touch with my internal self and getting centered, now I'm like, oh, this is what they were talking about. And so I read people really well. I really dive in deep. And um, and with the help of astrology and other tools, I get that confirmation that my intuition was spot on about certain people. And um, I like to use that to help. I'm really into psychology and stuff like that. Um, would love to go to school to become an um, intuitive psychologist. So. I guess I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> um, with me, I, I'm so intuitive. Like I I get like certain like pings. I'll I'll just feel something. I'll just know something. I'll know something before it even like happens. Like it is insane. I'm able to like even like I don't know, it's weird. But I know that like I have Neptune. I don't know the uh, different aspects of it, but um very clairvoyant. What is that word? <laughs> I just know things. I'm very um so weird yeah. hard to explain but it's it's gotten me through a lot in life and it's helped me navigate life and um see through things and be able to uh take the the roads that I needed to <laughs> wonderful um for me um I believe my intuition saved my life many times and um, uh, in many ways of reading another person's energy and um, the thought of I'm in danger, something's wrong, um, and you get away from this person. Um, yeah, knowing things before they happen. Um, and reading, when you read a text message, you know how uh, you can feel the intention behind it. <laughs> yeah, like somebody can be writing something nice to you, but you exactly. know it's just like sarcastic or they're not really coming from a good heartfelt place. And when you have that knowingness, like it's kind of difficult because mm -hmm. Somebody else may perceive it as something positive that someone said to you, but you know the energy and the tone it came with, and you can't really explain it to them. So that's a tricky one when you know things, but other people are like 10 years behind and they can't really catch up. That's that's a little difficult for sure. But yeah, the, like you said, Star, the scope, like your intuition has saved your life. I can definitely relate with that, definitely. And I know also one thing you wanted to talk about was um, duality and alone time. I was just reading some of our notes. So um, yeah, I would love for you to start with that. How, like, do you, how much alone time does your Scorpio moon need to really get back on track and to recenter? The dichotomy is very tricky. With all that fire energy for me, um, it's been a big lesson because um, my Leo and the first house, it just wants to go, go, go and um, shine and it's a lot of outputting energy 
and I can deplete myself. I have burnt myself out several times and um, it's like, okay, have you gotten that lesson yet? <laughs> and so, you know, I, I've learned to say, okay, I can feel in my body that the energy is getting depleted and I need to um, go in the back room, lay down, shut my eyes. It's like, even if you don't even shut your eyes, you're still working, your, your mind, your energy, you're looking, you're everything stimulating. And with too much stimulation, that can be a negative. So I mean to um, say, okay, I need to shut down, power down. And um, there's always time to create. There's always time to go outward in the world. So it's realizing and being aware of your body, what it needs. Um, I didn't prioritize self-care for a long time because of my childhood and the neglect um, that I had. So that was not a priority until I went through my master's degree and learned self-care is everything. You have to take care of yourself or you're gonna fall on your face. <laughs> so yeah, hard lessons, um, but it's always, uh, I try to harness the energy and then go, okay, now it's time to rest and valuing rest. I used to value um, ambition, what I can do. And yeah, do, 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 and you crash and burn. And then you get up again and you go, okay, let's do it a little smarter. Yeah, definitely can relate with that for sure. How about you, Mary? Gosh, I, I have, um, a lot of 12th house, my Saturn and my Venus is 12th house. So I, I love my solitude. I have to have it. Like if I don't have it, I'm just, I'm not good. <laughs> I gotta be able to just kind of go out in nature. That's kind of why I'm out in nature now. I love this little place it's away from my, my house and I just kind of go here and there's no one else here normally. And um, I'm able to like just ground myself and um, listen to music. Music is huge. I live and breathe music, the lyrics, the passion, all of that. And I have to have that. Like, so I, I love my alone time. I'm very introverted. <laughs> so, yeah, music is absolutely everything. And it's so healing and soothing to the soul. Yeah, absolutely. So, how about you, Shalene? I, I can relate to everything and agree to everything that was just said. And I also have a Leo rising. My son is in Gemini. And um, so um, dance is really important to me, keeping my vibration high. I filter everything um, as a form of self-care. I try to pick music that with positive lyrics and I don't watch a whole lot of stuff unless it feeds my soul in some way. I love music. Um, and uh, everything personal growth, um, self-care, I, I sometimes struggle if I'm low energy because I also have burned myself out. And then sometimes I'm really good at it, but it is definitely my number one priority at all times. What's the next best thing to take care of myself? Um, alone time, 
Um, I get a lot of alone time. I live out in the mountains and I'm pretty isolated. I just moved here a few years ago and I don't know a whole lot of people here. And it's a very conservative religious tone and I'm not religious. So um, a lot of my friends and connections are all at a distance. So um, I get a lot of alone time and it's good. And when I'm with, you know, I'm dating someone now when I'm with him, I definitely have to um, recharge after. And I I don't know if I could ever live with someone in the future. I In the past, I always wanted to, but I think I really enjoy living alone, at least at this point in my life. Living in the mountains, it sounds so like peaceful. It must be so also healing. Um, yeah. Nature is so healing. And what you just mentioned about, you don't know if you could, live with someone in the future. I totally get that because as Scorpio moons, we just absorb everything, especially when we're in an intimate relationship with someone, we absorb everything they're going through. It's almost like no matter how much they hide it, you'll know every single thing. If they feel something in their body, you will feel it. And it's a lot because it's like, you got to take care of yourself, but then psychically you're just so connected with them and you take on everything that they're going through and it can be very overwhelming. So I totally understand that. Um, and for me as well, alone time, like if I, if I don't spend time alone, like I'm just going to be out of balance. I'm not going to be myself and it's healing, especially in the night. I like to go outside in the night, in the darkness. And I just like to look yes. at the stars and the moon. And that just makes me feel so just relaxed in peace. Yeah. It's soothing. It's so soothing. Can so I, yeah, can I, um, yeah, alone time for me is critical since you know, we do, or I should say I, I do so much in the day. Um, I interact with a lot of people um, and I can tell when it's been too much because I start, um, my happiness wanes <laughs> and I get irritable and um, maybe I get a little testy, you know, kind of thing because it's, yes, I've given so much and now I need to give to myself. I need to come back home. I need to, um, yeah, go to the quiet depths. And, and quiet is our sanctuary. It's, we need it to keep our sanity, to uh, be balanced um, for our health, mental health, emotional health, everything. And yeah, music and just getting away from it all absolutely has to happen. Yeah, especially we're just like energetic sponges. So if you are around a lot of people or you're doing any type of healing work, like you are just energetically just going to absorb it and absorb it. And it needs to purge because if it doesn't purge, it's just going to grow, grow within you. And then it's just going to, you're just going to explode like with all that you have absorbed. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about was how do other Scorpio moon, no, not Scorpio moon women, how do other women perceive you? Because oh, I know that that's quite a topic. <laughs> so I would love to know your experiences. Oh, man. I seem to, when I walk into a room, like, for instance, if I were to go into, like, a job interview way in the past or something like that, women seem to have, like, I don't know. They, like, feel this automatic, like, threatened or, like, they're, like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> we scare the shit out of people. 
That's a good way to put it. I feel that <laughs> it, it's threatening. Our energy is so strong. It is yeah. threatening. It's, it's almost like we're, in their minds, we're dangerous. Yes, that's it. Like they don't, they don't. <laughs> well, we can be, but we only when be, we can be. be. Yeah, you both the sleeping. <laughs> but, but yeah, for me, um, it's been interesting. Uh, the only thing I can say is like in third grade, my first experience was this woman or this little girl, you know, Scarlett. She said, what you, you know, can you get me something in my purse? Can you give me tense, uh, you know, something like lip balm in my purse? So I went in there and I got and I gave it to her. Later, she says in front of the class that I stole 10 cents from her and I was publicly flogged right in front of the class because she uh, wrongfully accused me. And I'm like, I didn't do anything. I am completely innocent. And um, that's what that's my first experience of the nastiness of, mm. uh, of you know, females and yeah. completely, completely innocent, um, mm -hmm. unassuming, doing my own thing and um, the barbs coming at us, you know, and and I just I kind of accept it um, and stay away and try to find the tribe of mm -hmm. strong, confident, loving, supportive women, and just to be aware. I mean, I've always been aware of that operating and, and just trying to, I don't know, just try to protect our energy our, because it's, it's, it's hurtful <laughs> and, um, unpleasant and it's and it's gonna always be kind of thing yes I've experienced a lot of um, women that are threatened by me or jealous and it's because as Scorpio moon women we're really in our power and we exude yeah. not just confidence power but also this magnetism and yes. and that um can I think it triggers a lot of insecurities in other women and they will act out on that towards you. And mm -hmm. so I have to just can not, I don't, I don't um, judge myself based on other people's insecurities or their opinions of me, thankfully. And so um, I just keep shining my light. I'm not going to dim my light for anybody. Yeah, that's where I've gotten to as well. Because after a while, you, you try to dim to fit in because you walk into a room and like, it's like you have this magnetism of people just like, shh. I mean, even guys, I mean, just everybody, even animals, kids, it just seems like everyone who is either going through something, um, they all just like flock to you. So, but I've learned to, you know, take that light and just shh amplify you know send it out and um protect it at the same time but um it's just important to not dim that light and that's something that I definitely did back in the day so yeah absolutely agree with all you guys um Mary especially when you said that we're like a threat like 
Mm -hmm. what it is about us and Charlene like you said when yeah the magnetism for sure but we threaten other women who need to do their own healing the work on their self and I always say we are mirrors for others so how someone treats you is just a reflection of how they feel about their self and we're always going to be those mirrors um, which mm -hmm. leads to um, the next topic is about strength because with that you got to be strong all the time and it's tough being strong all the time and I feel like for us like everyone will rely on us because they know us for our strength but still yeah. we're still human we still go through tough times too and it's not always easy being the strong one so I'd love to hear your insight on that I'd like to start on that reciprocity is really important in my relationships, whatever type of like personal interconnected interrelational relationships that didn't make any sense, but you know what I mean, interpersonal relationships. And um, also, um, you know, I have a lot of resiliency based on everything that I've had to overcome. Um, and so I try my best to empower others with boundaries. Um, it's very important not to let energy vampires come in and drain us, even if they're just wanting help, you know, um, and if someone can't honor the boundaries that I set, then I'm going to have to pull away. And um, that strength comes from doing my own inner work and my shadow work. Yeah, very well put. Um being strong all the time, um, I think it's a good thing, but also honoring honoring the emotions. Like sometimes I have to sit down and, and say, okay, what's going on, Star? Be, you know, just be honest. Yes, you're disappointed. Yes, like it's, I have to get to a place of allowing myself to bowl and really be honest with what's going on and then cry, release, move on. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, we charge ahead. We are, in we're so strong. It's, it's, <laughs> it's built in our DNA kind of stuff. And um, some men, they're not prepared to deal with such a strong woman um, and other women too. They're resentful or um, envious or you know whatever on the blank um yeah I guess that's all I'm gonna say <laughs> gosh the strength part that has always been something I always feel like I'm always going through <laughs> there's always a test there's always a war there's always something that I'm fighting either for somebody or for myself um I don't know, a lot of karmic stuff that I've had to deal with in my lifetime so far, but really going in being able to, I have to go in in those times and just like write and um, listen to music and just, you know, think about it, you know, and just boundary it the heck up. And people do come to you, like literally you'll be in the grocery store and you'll have some child walk up to you and just, you know, want a hug or like, just somebody going through something like, you know, someone in their life just died or they lost their child. Um, just really horrific things that you just have to be able to take that energy, be able to go there with them and then heal it 
and heal yourself boundary up at the same time and just um, continue on. I mean, some days it's harder than others. Some days I really struggle with it. Um, I think I've gotten a lot better throughout the years, but um, a lot of heart-wrenching situations that we've had to deal with, I think, as Scorpio Moon women. I wanted to just add that um, for me, my strength, again, saved my life. It got me through a lot of horrific, traumatic things in my life. And, And if I probably didn't have a Scorpio moon, I probably wouldn't still be here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. I think we all can agree on that, like without that moon, and it takes us back to that being that Phoenix that rises. So no matter what comes our way, we're always just going to rise. Even if we mm-hmm. have to go through that internal death rebirth process, we are going to come back stronger than ever. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think um, going back to what Star, you were talking about how you, when you were at school and that girl, like you realized how mean people were like from childhood, like same hair. Like I started to learn at a very early age that this world, it's, yeah, it's not what it seems to be. And people, even young children sometimes are really mean because I've experienced bullying too when I was at school. So I think we had to really grow up um, with a backbone and it it was tough, but you get through it. Your moon helps you, right? Um, and something that also that you mentioned, Star, about relationships. You know, we're strong women. Um, and no matter who you're with, if, if they don't have that strength or if they're not able to hold space for what we come with, the power and the potency we come with, mm-mm. So I would love to talk more on that. Um, how do you find other people? How do they react to your moon? How do they... Can they handle it? Does it frighten them, terrify them? Because it's quite a force in relationships. So I would love to hear your insight on that. Um, I find that, yeah, a lot of people, they keep their distance. That is, that is something that I've seen, is I will put out something and people will watch. They will be a spectator but they don't want to interact. And so I think it's the frightened, fascinated kind of thing. And it's like, um, wow, or whoa, or, you know, kind of thing. And um, it's very interesting because of my Leo. I just, come on, interact. Where's the party? Come on, you know, let's talk. Let's, and it's, there's not, it's very limited. It's like, it's a ghost town. Where is everybody, you know? But um, so I've just learned to be like, okay, I am a a spectacle. (laughs) (laughs) I know you guys can relate too. It's um, they're watching from afar because they they know that we're unpredictable because we are in our power. And they're like, okay, what is she going to do? We don't know. We can't control her. Um, We're just going to watch because I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, you know, kind of thing. And um, I had to learn to just say, okay, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And um, because I love doing it. And however you react, however you take 
is you know whoever and um it's it's been difficult it has been difficult at times um to deal with the non-reaction i yeah i guess what do you guys think well, I find it different between like the general public and just people and how they perceive me compared to like guys in my life, like even past wise. I think we have this kind of like magnetism to where like guys are like drawn. They, they want to like, they want to experience you or something. They, they want to like get to know you, but um they I mean they can get you some of them some of them can't um but you're very particular I mean are you guys very picky about who you like even let in your circle like I am extremely picky like there are people that have been trying to date me for like over a year that I won't even give them like a a, a chance like I'm so guarded but I always have karmic people coming into my life it seems like and Lilith so it's very highly passionate very um I don't know. You guys probably have the same thing just, you know, in your past, even just passionate, very um, healing lessons, <laughs> but very life-changing. Like every relationship that I've been in has been a massive life-changing experience. Like I just don't date anybody just to date. You guys know that probably. <laughs> you probably feel the same thing. But when it comes to like being out in public or just friends or people or just talking, um, I go to that, I'll go to the subjects that people do not want to talk about or to even deal with or, um, and people, you know, some people are like, whoa, I don't want to go there or, or um, I don't know. We're just, we're not afraid to, to be, um, to go into the dark, to expose things, to talk about things that most people will not. I think people are kind of like, whoa, what the, you know, <laughs> you went there. How did you go there? And, and I don't want to go there too, because I don't want to, you know, stir the pot <laughs> type of thing. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. The people that come close or are in mm -hmm. our closest circle are very yeah. strong people in themselves. Yeah. And they, themselves, they love themselves and they're not threatened. Mm -hmm. That's how. Yeah. absolutely that's how difference is if they don't close and then mm -hmm. if they do it tells you a lot about the person yep, yep. that's how we became friends i know <laughs> <laughs> we get it <laughs> yeah and now i get to meet you got ladies you wonderful scorpio moon women i <laughs> love it I've had similar experiences, especially in dating. I'm still dating <laughs> and I'm probably the oldest one here. And um, I, I don't like superficial relationships. I need deep connection. Yeah. And um, I also have standards. And so when I set boundaries and ask for those standards, I'm willing to work with people. I don't expect anyone to be perfect that I'm dating. Um, and usually they run when they realize that there's going to be, they need, they are required to be accountable. 
and they're required to do their own work and um, not play those old manipulation games that they're probably programmed to play. And if someone's willing to look at that stuff and um, make an effort to change it, then they can be in my life. But if they're not, and they continue to think that they can talk me out of my boundaries, then they got to go. Yeah, they got to (laughs) go. I just am so bored with superficial connections. I like that deep connection. Talk about what's really going on. I want, I want to know somebody's soul. I want to love them, their entire being. I don't want to just love their personality or their looks or, you know, sex, you know, sex is really important and it's a deep thing. And it's only satisfying when there's that deep emotional connection that goes with it and not just emotional, but spiritual. Oh, that's so good. It's so good. Feel you there. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I have to add that um, in an intimate relationship, um, my partner is a Scorpio rising. And that was a prerequisite for me is that um, a level of strength, knowing who they are, no game playing. I have to trust you. Or it's not going to, period. <laughs> like, I have to feel safe. I need to feel safe in every way. Um, and if you can't bring that, then I, I can't do this. Hey. So, and also, yeah, it's um, the boundaries and um, requiring of them something. And if they do it, then you know that they are cut above the rest. Exactly. You know, I wanted to add, um, I'm dating someone right now who our North nodes are conjunct in the eighth house. And I asked another astrologer, I know Rhea said a little bit too, but I asked an astrologer who focuses on relationship astrology. And they said that we came together um, to teach each other intimacy. And then the planets or the signs that the North nodes are in will um, add their own flavor to it. And um, so, yeah, a lot of my relationships have also been karmic, but I also believe if the person is willing to work on their stuff, that karmics can be changed to an actual healthy soulmate, but not every karmic is willing to do that, so. The key word was if they are willing to work on it. Yeah. That that strength to look at your stuff work on it um because people want to put their head in the sand it's easier yes but we, it doesn't cut it with us i'm sorry <laughs> you also know, um just something that i thought about you also notice that you put them through just tests you have to see if they're worthy enough to even be able to date you like um even throughout like your relationship like you're always testing them even minor little things just to see are they going to betray you are they loyal are they you know all those all the things but you have to be an extremely um yeah our our level of what we accept is we have a high high standards we are very much i mean all my relationships it's crazy but um very picky very, very yes. yes. And very guarded. To, 
Mm-hmm. You have to prove that they're the walk and the talk. Yeah. Yes. You better prove, prove. <laughs> then some. Because I'm worth it. Yeah, I'm worth it. Hell What are yeah. you, Rhea? We haven't heard from you, Rhea. <laughs> no, I've just, I've loved hearing from you guys. Um, Yeah, like you, you better walk the talk and prove yourself worthy because we are a prize and they need to know our worth. Yes. Okay. Amen, sister. <laughs> um. But also some people, they, they practice emotional avoidance and that doesn't sit well with us. Um, And in relationships, they are a mirror. So, you know, whatever takes place, whether it's good, bad, high, lows, it's a mirror. It's, it's an opportunity to work on yourself. There'll be people that will run away because they don't want to work on their self because for whatever reason, they don't have the strength. But for us, it's like, okay, we see the shadows. Can we work on this together? Can we grow together emotionally, spiritually, in all forms? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that emotional connection, emotional growth is, is so important. That soul connection. Yes. yes. Oh, such a soul, deep level. Gosh. Yeah. The deepest. The deepest yeah. of, deep. oh my God. What we do yeah. for people that love, our family and the people we love. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I would die for the people that I love. Yeah, yeah. me too. And I don't even think about it. Yeah. Talking about avoidant people, we can't be with avoidant people. We're so, we confront things. And that's why I think people are a little afraid of us because um, we don't run away. We're going to go through it. And some people, yeah, they don't want to deal with it and they want to avoid it. <clears throat> And that's when we know it's not, it's not going to work for us. Exactly. Yeah. So should we speak about what we love about our Scorpio moon and something that we find difficult and the challenges? I love it. Are you going to go Charlene? Me, me, me. <laughs> I just, I'm just thinking, I like, how do I even put it into words? I love, all I love lot, a lot of everything. The hardest part has been the trauma and the emotional healing but even that is a gift, but it hasn't been easy going through. I've gone through many, many, probably 20 years of uh, in-depth healing. And, um, but I'm finally at that point where I feel strong and like, uh, okay, I can even talk about some of the stuff without crying, you know? And um, the things that I love, I love the sexual intensity <laughs> and um, I'm not afraid to share that. And Um, I love the intuition and the strength and the power and all the things that we've already talked about Mm -hmm. and the ability to help others. Yeah. Everything you said, spot on. hundred percent. Yeah. What I, I love that the Scorpio moon intensifies all the other placements in the chart and it's I can say that it puts up extremely with everything. Like I extremely want to dance. I <laughs> so want to sing. I, you know, it's like a megawatt energy. And, um, you know, if we're feeling on top of the world, we feel like we can conquer the world. Totally. We are mm-hmm. like, we are, so turned on and um 
we're charging ahead in our in our chariot, you know, in our chariot. And um, mm. so what we want, we want it badly, extremely. <laughs> so we make happen. I love it. I mean, there are some challenges though, like with my Virgo. I am very critical and I have to watch myself look at things and go, I'm not going to let that thought out of my mouth because it's not productive. It's not going to help people. It's, you know, so I'm seeing everything. Um, and that's kind of a challenge. It's like, I don't want to see the cracks, you know, okay, let's jump into the Leo. Let's see the bigger picture because I suffered from that when I was in high school and, and, and younger is looking, some astrologer told me, son in the first house with Virgo, you can be so critical of yourself that you miss the bigger picture. And I was so critical of myself that um, I was so inward. I was so... Um, and because of my background, you know, it was very hard for me to step into the spotlight. And my Leo was like, please step in the spotlight. My gosh, I'm dying over here. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's, um, there are some challenges. And, and of course, the positives, um, just try to focus on the positive mm -hmm. and, and help people like Charlene said. And um, uh, I mean, there's so much to love. <laughs> I freaking love our moon. Like I'm, even though it is so hard to go through some of the things that we go through, my God, I mean, we have the most, <laughs> I mean, from like passion and the sexual, just energy that we like in our relationships. And I mean, people don't forget us. They keep wanting to come back for more. <laughs> True. <laughs> Like you're always having to shut the door and you're like, no, I know I was the shit, you know? <laughs> but yeah, that just that, um, that high sexual, like everything is passionate, passionate about life, passionate about family, that Leo part of us. Um, I can relate to you, Star, because we both have Sun in the first house and rising um, in Virgo. So I'm crazy, you know, like hard on myself like I held my power back for so long and always thought you know you know you can't do this that Saturn always wanted to hold hold me back and the Leo's like no no but I'm gonna dance I'm gonna sing and I could do all these wonderful things but that Saturn loved to keep me keep me back so that was one of the things I had to work on but love the moon I don't think there's anything negative really about it other than the, the crap that we have to go through on occasion but I don't know I wouldn't want it any other way to be honest I love it it's so just we just we can heal we're healers we can mm -hmm. like like there will be like a grown man who like you're dating or something and like I've had like my ex like cry in my arms saying you know I don't know what I do without you because you you know you heal people and you guys know the feeling people come to you you like sexual healing too it's like everything that's magic yes <laughs> i swear to god i can relate to all of that mm -hmm. what, what came up for, 
very picky. Like we don't, we don't, we're not, we're not people who just go out and, you know, hook up with people. We like literally very picky. Yes. Very yeah, I think part, the, the downside that came up when you said they're coming, right? And I got to yeah. shut the door. Yes. So the only time that I shut the door is when they mistreat me. Mm-hmm. You don't treat me the way that I need to feel safe, happy, content, peaceful, I will mm-hmm. shut the effing door on you yeah. if you don't treat me right. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the, the hard part of the Scorpio moon is that when someone hurts you, mm-hmm. it hurts so bad, oh. extremely bad. Die. Right? And you have to go through that feeling of being betrayed yeah hurt Mm -hmm. it's and it's it's not like oh i'm disappointed it's like i want to i want to kick you in the balls like i you know get away from me yes it's it's so intense that that is what is so important is that people must that's a boundary you must treat me respectfully this way that works for me or it's not going to work for me exactly High standards. Totally. Yes, absolutely. And people, and people, (laughs) yeah. And people have their dysfunction and they Mm -hmm. don't work on stuff. So you're not going to be close to me. You're not going to be in my life. If, if you continue with this dysfunctional damaged, uh, toxic Mm -hmm. behavior. And it's sad because we are healers. We Mm -hmm. give life to really sad someone doesn't want to uh go with the flow go with the plan like i i can help you help yourself i can't heal you you've got it you know it takes two to tango here and it and i think it's very sad when you have to let somebody go i mean it makes me on because we love deeply and we don't let go easily nope no and that's the thing is these people who don't want to step up and do their work, they're robbing themselves. They don't even know how much they're robbing themselves. It's sad. It's, it's really sad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it takes years upon years upon years. I mean, I literally, I mean, I'm not going to get into details, but it takes years. You basically have to hurt and die off all the parts of you for that person. And then finally, to be able to let it go that takes yeah. forever that's why we don't just let anybody in and when you are deemed worthy and you've gone through the tests and you have that soul connection with us um you're in for life and we will die for you we will yeah. do any everything we will be there and we will protect you we oh my gosh we just we're there we've got mm-hmm. but another thing too have you guys ever people feel safe when we are in what mary i didn't hear that oh i was just gonna say um and then when we deal with the people that are out to hurt mm-hmm. us we have a way of protecting our family friends ourselves in a way that we can discern if someone has like a bad motivation or something, we're able to really, we're like that 
eagle or whatever, we're able to like swoop in and just like, okay, you're trying to hurt me or my family or destroy something or do something evil. We spot it, we see it, we go after it and not just a little bit. I mean, we like annihilate it. <laughs> you know what I mean? We are fierce. Like Rhea said, we are fierce. Yeah, we are. Yeah, definitely. And don't underestimate us. Don't underestimate oh, Leo. Yeah. Very fun and happy and playful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely not one to be messed with. Yeah. That's why people that's why people keep their distance. They don't know, you know. Yeah. They're like, can we interact? I don't know what's gonna happen. Right. Yeah. One thing I struggle with is feeling everything on the soul level. Yes. And that's difficult because some, like I said, some people are practicing emotional avoidance and they feel nothing. So when we feel pain and hurt, it's like a dagger and another dagger and another dagger, like just layers and layers of daggers. Like that's how, how much pain, like how much we feel. And when it comes to pain, oh, that, that's a, diff, that's a stinger for sure. Yeah. The healing process that comes after that, like it's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah, so is there anything else um, you want to talk about? Anybody um, about this beautiful, powerful placement? The other thing that I like about Scorpio Moon is that we're not scared of going into the realms that people don't want to go into. And we're bringing light. We're shining light because we are not afraid. We are shining light on the importance of emotional health, mental health, spiritual health, whole health. And to me, people need to take it seriously. And I'm just, it's, it's vital, it's critical. And um, I just love that we all came together and there's a lot of people doing this work in the world of bringing it to the forefront. Because I think, I don't know why people just wanna put it underneath the rug. I don't want to deal with this stuff. And we're like, rip out the rug. Yes. Bring it back. Bring, we have to talk about this. It is so important. And you are not going to tell me that um, I should feel bad about what I've gone through and my passion for healing and helping others and improving myself you know like don't you dare you know put a stigma on me that there's uh, something wrong healing um yes that crap happened to me I survived it and now I'm gonna thrive because I went in there and I healed it I read books, I did whatever it took to get myself yeah. back in full force. Mm -hmm. And that's why I just love connecting with other strong, badass women that are like, you don't tell me. This is how it's gonna be. I know, I don't tell me. 
Mm-hmm. And that goes back to our strength. Yeah. Yeah, exactly what you said. And, and most people would be like, oh, get over it, whatevs. But for us, it's like, no, why should we get over it? We go through every single thing for a reason, you know? But yeah, and like you saw, I don't get it. I don't get it why people just avoid it. They don't care to look deep enough. They're just avoiding their shadows, their darkness, and they're just going to remain stuck. Yeah. Tough for them. Like you said, you can't do the work for them. They got to figure out their self. Mm -hmm. And it's sad because they could be free. (laughs) Yes. They don't have to live in pain. They don't have to live in misery. They can be healed. Yes. But the goddess is addicted to pain. (laughs) Some people are addicted to pain. They're addicted to having those shackles and those chains around them. They're attached to the stories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Their identities are wrapped up in trauma. That's all they know. So Mm -hmm. that's comfortable for them. And it's too much effort to put the work in because they're just trying to survive. Not, I'm not saying it's good. It's just kind of the mindset. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people get more attention mm-hmm. when the problems. Huh? Yeah. Totally. Yeah, we like to <laughs> We go straight in and we're like, okay, there's a problem. Okay, we're going to dissect it. We're going to heal it. We're going to figure it out and we're going to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing about our Scorpio moon is that we figure things out. We know we want to know why. Mm-hmm. And we go deep, <laughs> yeah, yeah. deep, deep, deep until we figure it out. Yep. Oh my God. Uh, detective. Are you guys the same way? Like okay. crazy detective? Like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If there's something that needs to be found out, I will find it out. You guys apply the same way, I bet. Like, we'll find out things that people don't even think that we'll find out. Like, we'll, 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 we'll be knowing. We'll be know. We'll the truth the is always revealed. Yes, always. You're cheating on us? Oh, we're going to find out. We're going to find out everything about that. Don't <laughs> let go. Something? We, oh, and we this, don't let Yeah. No. Oh. We feel that there's something still there that needs to be worked on or and found have- out or brought into. We can feel it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we don't even have to try much to figure things out because we just know we see the signs, we see the clues. What everyone else misses out on, we see it because we see through the cracks, the holes. We see it all. Yep. Yes. That moon yes. feels it the most, though. Mm. Well, I think that's another reason that people are a little bit afraid of us is because we see their dysfunction. We see the things on that they are not perfect, you know, kind of thing. And people don't want to be seen. They want to hide their dysfunction and their whatever. And we're like, okay, one, two, three, I have a list for you right here of what things you need to work on. (laughs) and they feel overexposed yes yes that's totally it that's me 
and we know the skeletons and the bodies they're hiding like we just know it all and they're frightened by it like also I want to talk about our gaze like before we close off I just want to touch upon how do people perceive your Scorpio moon gaze do they hypnotize them terrify them frighten them intimidate them allure them all of them like what what is it like having that gaze I have people that just want to just stare in my eyes, but they cannot stare for very long because <laughs> it's like too intimidating or something, or it's so intense. They're like, oh, you have beautiful eyes. And then they're like, because they're so intense. You know, we all have that. Every Scorpio, any placement, they have those eyes. But it, we just see through, we see to the soul, we're like an x-ray, you know, vision and we're able to just see them and yeah, it's a little uncomfortable because yeah, you know, you're not hiding anything from us. <laughs> we <No>. see you. <laughs> Dar mentioned giving people a list of what they need to work on, but I know my list too. Yeah. I'm always working on my stuff too. Yep. Same here. This was fun. Uh, my gaze is pretty my, my gaze is pretty fierce. Like when I'm out in the world, I'm, um, you know, I have stuff to do. I'm busy. It's kind of like, don't bother me. And people stay away until I get out of that serious Scorpio moon and into my Leo and I'm happy, fun, playful. You know, I have a very approachable, um, smile on my face and stuff like that. See, it's how doing the moment I guess is uh, stay away don't bother me I'm busy or um, you know shining your light on people and um, making their day a better day uh, you know I go out and, and I ask people how how's your day you know how are you doing today you know kind of um, not being so uh, or shifting the energy And we always know when somebody is not having a good day, even though they're saying they're having a good day. Right. <laughs> we just see through it all. Yeah. Well, so we're also, we're also internal with ourselves too. Like, you know, you guys had mentioned, we are very, we look with it. We know it needs to be healed and fixed and we'll go there. And we'll, you know, we'll know our flaws and things that, you know, our dark side and things and, and we will go there. We will feel it and learn and become a new version of ourselves. Then something else will hit us and then we'll have to heal that and then learn. <laughs> We're always learning. And do so you feel like people project their wounds and shadows onto you, their darkness onto you? So they have all this pent up temper and anger and what, yeah. what have you, and they just project it all onto you. Do you go through, yeah. through that? Yes. Yes. I've had some very angry people in my lifetime that I've had to deal with. <laughs> That mm -hmm. um, a lot of uh, things in that area, unfortunately, well, one one particular that um, I had to go through that was very traumatizing. But yeah, people who have we trigger people too. Like if they have problems or things that they don't want to deal with, they will um, they just we just trigger them, and then they get angry because they're not hidden, not hidden anymore. So. Yeah. 
people have projected their stuff on me all the time and told me that I'm this, I'm that. But actually, I can see that they're talking themselves. All the time, yes. Yes, I've seen that where people try to call me insecure and then make comments that show their insecurity as they're, and I may have things to work on and I may have um, boundaries that might be overstepping, but calling that out does not make me insecure. Correct, exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. It's a strength to have boundaries and standards mm -hmm. and to be able to stand oh, up for oneself. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's good to know what's yours and what's other people's stuff and to yes. be aware and accountable. As Charlene said, it's very true. I am accountable. I know what's my stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to hide. I, oh yeah, you're right. You know, or whatever. Um, I'm, I don't have to act like there's nothing wrong with me, you know? Yes. We're not holier than now. We're just people. Yeah. And I can relate to the criticism. I, I can be critical. And I also have to work on um, what I'm learning now is when I'm feeling critical is to stop and check in with what am I feeling and what do I need in this moment rather than criticizing another person. And that's new. I'm still working on that one. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I no longer judge other people. I used to be so critical on myself that I would be critical on others. And then I was like, no one's perfect. Absolutely, no one is perfect. That is, um, that is an illusion. And that was really freeing for me once I learned that because um, I was very uh, forgiving to myself and more loving to myself. Mm -hmm. So to close off this, I know you all love music. Do you have a song you would like to um, share that is on your mind right now that's been healing and soothing for you that you've been really resonating with? I've been posting music on the Scorpio Tribe Facebook page. Um, and there's so many, it's hard to pick one. <laughs> Anything you, you've been listening to that's been on rotation? on your playlist recently? Gosh, there's so many of them. I am in music, like literally. <laughs> I like Marina. I like, um, gosh, what else have I been listening? I love Taylor Swift lately, I don't know why. But I like her. Um, I love anything with depth and with a story or feeling or some type of, something that I've lived through or, feeling that I'm feeling at the moment um yeah for me um uh dar d uh posted one of transparency from willow smith oh that was great yeah because I was like that is so cool the swearing mm -hmm. so I try to the clean lyrics if I have you know anyway I can't go into that but um so that one yeah. is really it speaks to a side of us right and then another one is motion from Khalid it's more um less words and flowing and it just makes me it 
it's just so comforting. Um, and then there's a new one. Um, oh, a dance song. Oh, uh, Golden from uh, the Cannons. Cannons, yes. Because the Scorpio, like, so, we're so serious, like, serious energy. And it's like, I put on something that's uplifting and fun and to get me out of the depths and into playing because it's so yeah. serious. <laughs> I love the spiritual like music, like the, um, uh, what is it? Like Fleury and um, who else is it? Um, there's another one that's not even really, she's not even really popular yet. Her name's like Beth Crow Crowley, I think. She's got some really good um, lyrics to her songs that really, really resonate. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of like the spiritual, like Ruel and um, there's another one too. The canons, I love that. Anything mystical, spiritual? <laughs> yeah, Ruel, like it's so, her, um, her music is so deep and it's just so powerful. And yes, cool. love her. Something that I've been really listening to recently is Instant Karma by John Lennon. Oh, yes. I oh, love yeah. John Lennon. But I've been listening to this beautiful cover <laughs> by um, an artist called Hills. I'll post that in the group. And the cover is just, wow, it's, it's beautiful. So, yeah. So we've been chatting for an hour, and I'm sure, of course, we could go on forever. Um, <laughs> any closing thoughts? And also, if you have, like um social media sites that you want to share go ahead i just have enjoyed the time with you ladies and what the word that comes up for me is real that's why mm -hmm. it feels so good to spend time with you because like charlene said i can't stand superficiality talk yeah talk for too long like it right. just rubs me wrong and i gotta no doesn't you know so it's nice to just be with the people that get you that handle it that have the courage to be honest and uh real yeah authenticity mm -hmm. it's key mm -hmm. yeah and for me it's about having these conversations like it goes back to what you were saying style like it's so important to talk about it talk about feelings emotions things that matter things that add value to the soul because if we don't talk about it what are we what are we doing we're just being complacent and we're mm -hmm. practicing emotional avoidance again so it's so important to have these discussions as taboo as they are or however dark and deep as they are it's so important because there's people that are going to relate so yeah and it's been so incredible and amazing to have you all here with me today i mean four scorpio moon women all together sharing their magic like that is rare. That is rare. So it's been such an honor. I've loved speaking with you and hearing your wisdom and your magic. And it's, yeah, it's just, it's like, we don't even have to explain what we go through because we just go through it and we just know. So yeah, I've, I've loved um, speaking with you all today. Just saying, it's just so nice to be with women that you can relate to. Yeah. Huge. Huge. Absolutely. Fierce. It's, yeah. it's a breath of fresh air. Yes, we're so used to having women just like feel a certain type of way about us. So it's nice to be around women that go through the same experiences. So yeah, yeah so 
It's been amazing. And I'm sure people are going to love this. Women are going to love this and relate to this so much. So yeah, so for everyone watching, I hope you've enjoyed this share and a big huge thank you to Charlene, Mary and staff for joining me today.